Welcome back to the Snowmobile Podcast. This is your host, Gordon Van. Today's episode, I have Gavin Balls. Gavin is a Yamaha factory mountain rider, backcountry rider, and X Games invitee. I contacted Gavin. He was more than happy to come on, give us a talk about uh, backcountry riding, racing, and his expectations in the X, this coming X Games. Hope you like this. First, here's another message from the intrepid snowmobiler, Craig Nicholson. <laughs> Hello, I'm Craig Nicholson, the Intrepid Snowmobiler, here to go snowmobiling with the Ontario Federation of Snowmobile Clubs. Ethanol fuel continues to be an issue for snowmobiles, boats, motorcycles, mowers, chainsaws, and generators, which are not designed for higher ethanol content. More than 10% ethanol can damage small engines, so look before you pump to make sure the right fuel goes in your sled. Until next time, find out more at IntrepidSnowmobiler.com. That's IntrepidSnowmobiler.com. Gavin Balls, and he is uh, in uh, Wyoming. How you doing, Gavin? Good. How are you doing? Thank you for having me. So, Gavin, how long have you been uh, riding snowmobiles? Oh, I've been riding for, I don't know, since I was a kid now. Yeah. How old are you now? Uh, I'm 22 years old now. I started racing the hill climb circuit three years ago. I uh, started out privateer and semi-professional. Uh, the second year, I moved to pro, and then last year, Yamaha factory picked me up, and I won one world championship with them, and we're going from there. Yeah. Um, so, what what type of racing do you do? Uh, I compete in the Rimshaw Hill Climb Circuit, the mountain circuit we have over here. There's events throughout Colorado, Wyoming, Utah, Idaho, and hopefully Montana. So what, 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 what consists of your type of racing now? Is it a slalom? Is it a hill climb? Is it, uh, what, what, are you, what are you doing? Uh, the way it works is we have one person at a time. It's a timed event. We set, uh, go through starting lights um, in a closed course, have to make gates, through different obstacles and everything, and timed event racing against the clock. Typically, typically, how far are you going? Um, it ranges anywhere from minute and a half to three minute runs. Yeah. And how, how many classes uh, do you run? Uh, I run five classes. That's the most that they will let you run in professional. I run the this year I'll be running the 600 stock class. Um, 700 improved stock, 600 modified, 700 modified, and 800 modified. Fantastic. So when when you're when you're not racing, um, what does a, a typical week consist of as far as uh, practicing, or where where do you basically do your riding? Um, I'm really fortunate for where I live. I can I can ride right out of my house, literally. Um, I try to get a couple of rides in after work each week to keep my body going and all that and then on the weekends and ride every day definitely and get practice in every time I can. Yeah. So how how far do you generally go when you go on these rides? I, I know um, you're probably not like uh, we do out in the east here where we have gas stations you know every every 10 20 kilometers kind of thing. Uh, um, you you do one general ride out of your out of your house and go for a couple hours and come back or how do you usually work that? Yeah, usually we, uh, you know, we'll go and 
rides for maybe four hours, uh, and it won't be very far. It'll be 40, 50 miles top, um, a lot of tree riding and all that, so we don't have to go very many miles, but it's pretty soon your body, you're pretty wore out and you're out of fuel, so. Yeah. Um, I've seen some some photographs of, of you. Uh, you uh, looks like you did a lot of uh, corporate work for for Yamaha US. Uh, you know, there's some fantastic photos of you on your Facebook page. Uh, so is that generally the type of uh, riding you do when you go out? You're practicing. Uh, is is you're like jumping off these cliffs and you know doing all the side hilling and stuff like that? Oh uh, yeah, definitely. We uh, just try to go play in all the different kinds of riding such as you've mentioned there but yeah all that is uh, very good practice for our hill climb racing and all that so yeah so that's, that's basically how you do your training is uh, just uh, you know just kind of uh, you know what, is, what, what do they call it uh, backcountry backcountry riding racing kind of thing yeah like just backcountry riding yeah and, and I mean I'll do that and then we'll Maybe one day a weekend, and then the other day we'll go uh, build a race course and hit it really hard and tune sleds, work on getting everything dialed how we want and learning how to hit lines better and all that. Yeah. You say we. Do you generally ride with uh, a few other riders at the same time? Yeah, I generally. I have some great friends here that are really close and that have pushed me really hard and all that. My sister... Um, is racing this year for Yamaha also, so she's always going with us and that. My dad and I got a couple buddies that, I mean, we all gone together for years now and raced against each other and all that. Yeah. So tell us how, uh, how you did last year, um, uh, result-wise. And you, and you were racing on a Yamaha last year? Yeah, yeah. Last year was my first year with Yamaha and, uh, my second year to race professional. Um, Things went good. I was uh, started placing. We got our sleds figured out. Last year things went good. We uh, team everything went good. We were able to get. I won the 700 improved stock championship at Jackson Hole, which is the world championship. So that's the first uh, four-stroke victory. But they, they came out with the new chassis last year uh, in, in their mountain sleds. Is that what made the difference, is uh, having that, uh, that uh, pro-cross-type chassis? Yeah, that was a, a game-changer for Yamaha, definitely. Yeah. Really rideable chassis. Yeah. Um, so what do you, what do you uh, got plans for, for this year? What are you, what are you riding? Uh, I'll be riding the Yamaha Viper MTXs. Um, that'll be what, what I'll be... Mountain riding and racing is the Viper MTX. Yeah. Generally, do you have a, a practice sled and a, and a race sled? Uh, is, is that how what you do? Or? Yeah, I do. I have a, a practice sled that I ride every day. That that way my race sleds are in uh, pristine condition when we get to the races and are ready to go. So your your race sleds, uh, I'm, I'm sure you have some, some modifications. Uh, now, now do you race one sled in all different classes, or do you have a, a mod sled, or or how many? Like yeah, I <laughs> I have uh, since I'll be racing one stock class. I have in that for that class, you basically can't do anything to it mm -hmm. uh, from the from the factory stock sled, and then I'll have 
the improved stock sled that I'll race in a class, and that one allows minor motor work and basically stock chassis, and then I'll have a modified sled, which has a ton of custom parts and a lot of labor into the build. Can you can you name off uh, some of the stuff that you have to do to that mod sled, uh, as far as uh, accessories, and uh, feel free to mention your sponsors uh, if, you, if you'd like to. Yeah, uh, and Lincoln County Custom uh, builds all of my sleds. Um, on the modified sled, they, I mean, they get the turbocharger, custom built small gas tanks, uh, lightweight parts, uh, different suspension. We run Elka suspension, and I mean, Ice Age rails and stuff, and uh, starting line product keys. Dynajet, um, com, uh, computer controls, um, change tracks, uh, camouflage tracks on, uh, run Woody's traction screws, um, and Yama lube. So do you, uh, do you, do you uh, um, what's that, what size track are you running, like uh, the lengthwise? Uh, the length I run is uh, 153 inch. I've, I've found that that fits me well. We've tried longer, and uh, I didn't like the loss of maneuverability for on our course, what we were looking for. Yeah. Um, it's, and as, as far as uh, uh, um, suspension, you said you're, you're running the Elkas. Are, are you allowed to run the Elkas in the uh, in the stock class, too? Or is the rule not? Uh, not no, the rule won't let us in the stock class. In the improved and the modified classes, we're able to, though. Yeah. So. Uh, the, the, the suspension on the, in the stock uh, stock Yamaha, the uh, the Yamaha suspension is is is, is pretty good. Um, how, how do you find the the Elka suspension? Uh, um, you know, it's they're they're new into into the snowmobile business and they're and they're coming pretty uh, pretty aggressive right now with uh, the Yamaha factory team. How are you, how are you finding uh, working with uh, the Elka suspension right now? Uh, things have been going really well. We've uh, great suspension, big improvements from last year. Uh, we're Really excited to get out there and see what we can do with them. Yeah. Do they have a, a tech support uh, people that, that that come to the events or you're in contact with uh, as far as setting up the sled? Yeah. Yep. They will uh, spend some time with us before races, uh, building exactly what we want and tuning exactly how we want things, and then they will make it to a couple of races, and uh, we'll be able to have a direct line to them and any questions or anything that we want they they can do so what do you what are you after for suspension um, um, for mountain and, and excuse my my inexperience with the mountain sleds uh, but uh, what, what are you after for 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 suspension uh, are you looking for more spring rate uh, more compression what uh, generally what, what do you do for for mountain sleds to set them up for for races <laughs> well we're we have to kind of get a variety of things out of the suspension. I mean, we'll have some really big holes that we have to hit at a fast speed, and then we'll have just some small stutter bumps, um, a few jumps, and trying to maintain traction while doing all that and control. So the rest is up to them to <laughs> do that, I guess. Yeah. And, uh, and and you're able to, uh, to 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 talk to the uh, the Elka techs and uh, and you know figure everything out pretty quick and 
and you know, get a, get a really good setup. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, fantastic. Um, what what about um, um, your your back country? You know, riding generally, what do you what do you carry with you when when you're? I know you guys have all got these backpacks on and stuff like that. But generally, what do you carry in the backpack? Um. Well, try to try to prepare for the worst. I mean, we everyone needs a beacon, shovel, probe, um, a little emergency kit, I guess. Maybe some medical supplies, Advil, definitely. Um. And then plenty of water is great, uh, rope, and then food. I mean, I usually pack boiled eggs and raisins and a few things like that that are really good for you and give you a lot of energy and nourishment from. Um, usually like an extra jacket, fire starter, um, things like that. Do you really prepare for the worst, uh, when, you know? You know, if, if something does happen, you're you're very prepared for just about anything that uh, comes your way, I guess, eh? Uh, yeah, we try to be. It's it's not fun when you have to stay the night, even when you're prepared. It makes for a long night. So yeah. have, you ever had, have you ever had have you ever had a problem with uh, breaking down or in a in a an, an incident or anything where you've had to stay overnight or you know? Yeah, you we uh, we had to spend the night quite a few years back uh, just. Got up in a place, weren't quite sure. A storm rolled in. Um, we we're all running low on fuel. Uh, it got late, dark. The storm and the fog moved in. We couldn't see anything new, kind of where we were, but we knew there was a couple of places that would be really bad if we dropped into. Kind of had to hit a certain line to get through it, so we had to just start a fire and waited out. Yeah, we, you, you were with other people? Morning. Yeah, there was, I don't know, like five or six of us there, I believe. Pretty scary stuff when that happens, or what about, what about um, like avalanches or anything like that? Have you ever had any issues with uh, with that out your way? Um, yeah, there's, there's definitely issues. I mean, uh, the canyon that's right behind my house claimed three people in one slide. I don't know, it's been probably five or six years ago now, I bet, but we just try to, I mean, try to stay out of those areas the best you can and keep an eye on the snowpack conditions and try to be smart that way. Yeah. Um, so you, you mentioned you're, you're a, a Yamaha factory uh, rider. What, 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 are they, uh, what are they supplying you with uh, this year? I mean, I'm not sure you got the sleds and parts and, and uh, you're... Yeah, have a you know Yamaha clothing, I suspect. And what's uh, what's what's your uh, your deal really consist of? Um, yeah, the sleds are all my sleds are from Yamaha. Um, they build them. Have Lincoln County Customs build them all how we want them, and help us out with. I mean, basically everything we represent the factory, and it's a great relationship. Yeah, and and, and clothing-wise, um, are you uh, in, involved with uh, with the Yamaha clothing, or? Um, for our racing, we are with Fly Clothing. Okay. They do all of our racing clothing. Yeah. yeah. Um, now, um, it, it, 
apparently you had the, you know, your really good success last year and you got invited to the X Games. Uh, talk to us about that. Um, you must be pretty excited about that. That's a, such a high profile event for, for you and, and Yamaha. Um, what, uh, what is the, uh, the, the process for, uh, for getting into that event? Uh, as of right now, they've done first round picks is what they said. So they've chosen, I believe, eight people. Uh -huh. um, they'll have a second round come out. It'll be like ten more people that they choose. And then they're having a qualifier event in Crested Butte, Colorado, uh, like the weekend before X Games, that they'll get six more people for for and uh yeah, I was I was very excited. I never dreamed I'd uh, end up having a chance to go to compete at X Games, you know, a couple of years ago. So Yeah. That must uh must very be pretty excited. excited to get into the first round too. Uh you know, I, I, I looked at uh, some of the names uh in there and there's uh, there's some there's some pretty big names there, you know, you know, I'm not I'm not that familiar with uh with the uh, backcountry riders, but a couple names uh, jumped out. You know, Chris Brandt, and uh, you know, you know, good good rider that that I've that I've noticed. And uh, is is there anybody else that uh, you know you you've competed against, and you know can can be tough competition for the X Games? Oh, absolutely. Uh, in that first round picks, there was uh, Keith Curtis. Um, he's very competitive in the circuit that we raced. Uh, David McClure, another one. Very same story. But yeah, there'll be there'll be quite a few that I compete against right now that'll be racing at X Games. Yeah. I believe. So the the X, the X Games uh, uh, course. What what exactly type of uh, event are are you doing? Um, it's it's called Hillcross. Yeah, Hillcross. Well, uh, it's kind of a blend of snowcross, kind of hill climb. It'll be the way I understand, like maybe six people at a time take off, going over jumps, corners, crashing into each other type thing all throughout a course. So should be interesting. Really exciting. I hope they, I hope they televise that. That's, that must be pretty exciting. Snow, the snowcross is kind of... Uh, Dominated the the coverage for snowmobiles uh, at, at that event, but hopefully, uh, you know, with with mountain sled and, and backcountry sleds really taking off right now, hopefully they'll uh, they'll you know the X Games people will will show this and uh, it, sh it should it should be very exciting. Um, so you, you mentioned it, um, you know you're doing a lot of backcountry riding. Gen generally, um, you know, uh, where, where where did you pick? I mean, you're you're from uh, Wyoming. Is that all you're riding? Is 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 backcountry, or do you have uh, like trails out there that you also ride on at all? Or oh uh, yeah, they, there's some groomed trails and stuff. We, I mean, we generally stay away from that. I mean, we're looking to get back away from everyone in the nastiest country around that we can get into. But yeah, there's there's a lot of riding really close by surrounding. Um, Close to Utah, Idaho, all that. So it's it's not too far to get to all of that too. Yeah. When 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 you're out riding, uh, <laughs> I I would think there would be a, you know quite a bit of carnage. Uh, I, I I well at least at least I I would cause some carnage. That's for sure. But um, 
I mean, I, I've seen you guys on, the, on, on these videos and stuff like that, and you know, they're they're they're, they're crashing and stuff like that. Like, yeah, I mean, did you suffer much damage when when you do all these ridings, you know, weekly or daily or? <laughs> well, I mean, you'll have a. You definitely are going to go through some parts. Like, if you go out and push the limits, you're you're going to have a few crashes and end up getting some parts, but we, uh, I mean, it's not, it's not every ride that you break things, you know, get a bunch of rides and you come back with your sled the same way it was when you left, but every once in a while there's a mishap and you lose your sled and go through some parts. Yeah. And, and <laughs> do you have trouble getting the sled back or, uh, uh, after that happens or do you tow them out? Yeah. You, you know, you, you know. <laughs> kind of nurse yeah, back or it it can be interesting uh we've had to come back we left them there for a couple of days till we got parts to go back up and fix them i mean it's this year already i had to leave my sled on the mountain and ride up double the next day with parts and put it together and come out yeah you're you're pushing it to the limits and uh you know you have you have those instincts i guess eh? <laughs> Yeah, having fun and competing with your buddies can get the best of you. Yeah, so I, I, I suspect when you're out there with your buddies, there, there must be some kind of mano a mano kind of stuff where you're trying to do stuff and they're trying to do stuff and you're kind of one-upping each other. Is that generally what happens when you're out riding? Yeah, definitely. You gotta. <clears throat> I mean, that's the competitive edge that we all look for and it makes it fun for us go out and compete and the drive to be better and get better. So that makes it fun to find a group of friends that you can do it in, in good sport and hang out the next day too. Yeah. Do you uh, do you ever do any tours or anything like that or like instruction for, for newbies uh, out, out your way? Do you ever get that kind of opportunities? Uh, I haven't done much of that yet. But there's there's definitely a lot of people that do have you know clinics and courses and all that stuff. Yeah, I I know like uh, uh, Carl Cooster and uh, Chris Brandt and uh, with uh, Rasmussen, um, they they all have these these clinics and stuff like that. I would I would think that you know with uh, you know with your your connections with Yamaha, you'd probably maybe consider doing something like that and getting uh, getting do some clinics with uh, with the Yamaha product and. Uh, and uh, do some clinics that way. You know, maybe yeah, I maybe, maybe she consider it and make some make some pocket change and. <laughs> yeah, that's a good idea. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, um, so so how how often do you do you race throughout the year? Uh, <clears throat> well, we usually start racing in oh early February, late January, early February, and it'll go until. April, I guess. Really? Um, you know, we'll have, I'd say on average, every other weekend, probably. Yeah. Do you do you travel far? Like uh, your Wyoming, Montana, is that, is that generally where your your events would take place? Yeah, we have, I mean, trying to find the right location is, can be challenging. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, where I'm at, 
pretty central as far as compared to what some of the other racers have to travel. Uh, our farthest that we had to travel last year was like a 12-hour drive. Really? Okay. So there's, there's some traveling, and then others are 10 minutes to a couple hours away. So. How how popular are the events entry wise? How how what what can you get for numbers at a at a, at a hill climb? Oh, there's it's a it's a growing sport definitely. Um, in different classes, I mean, a class can start out 25, 30 people, you know, before qualifying, and there's I don't know, there's quite a few classes. I'm, I can't remember the numbers for sure of how many racers there are, but it, it's a growing sport and very competitive. Yeah. Um, Class-wise, is, is there is there amateur sport, semi-pro, pro type type racing? You know, like how how many uh, categories are there? Uh, yeah, there's definitely there's uh, the juniors category. Um, that's I can't remember what the age limit is up to 16 or something. Um, there's the amateurs classes, that's, then there's semi-pro classes, there's, uh, three classes for semi-pros to race, um, there's women's professional, they have four classes where they can race, um, and then the professional, which we can race five different classes. Yeah. What type, what type of, uh, of uh, machines are, are, are racing like that? Can you get a, can you, can you, I mean, it's kind of, maybe kind of odd to ask is it but can you run it is there is there passes for short short tracks or is it just all you know long tracks 136s 144s is 154s 170s kind of thing is, is is there is there is there classes for that or is it generally by, by displacement or how does it work uh yeah they that'd be kind of your own judgment i mean everyone pretty much races the 153 uh range of tracks um, that's just what they found is works best for what we're doing with them. There's a couple guys that'll race some shorter tracks. Um, some of the hills it'll work on, and other hills, I mean, when it gets really steep, it, it just doesn't work as good. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, there's the motor displacements, like you were asking. Uh, the juniors run uh, 600 cc's. Women can run 800 cc's. Semi-pro can run up to a thousand cc's and then pro there's uh i mean every stock has 600 700 800 stock and thousand stock and things improved and modified so there's all those classes yeah and you mentioned your sister's uh racing is this how many years has she been racing uh she's been racing for four years i believe um started out did couple of years, you know, just getting the hang of everything, and then she started getting being very competitive in the women's class, and uh, was picked up by Yamaha this year, so. How did she make it really last year, for uh, points-wise, uh, did she do well? Yeah, she got a second place overall in points, I think two second places, and won first place points championship. And that's and what's the, what's your sister's name? Casey. Casey. Heidinger. Casey Heidinger. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, 
Um, so she's she's racing on the Yamaha factory team too this year. Is that is that what you said? Yep, that's correct. Yeah, nice. And she's got one sled. What's that? She's got one sled this year. Is that what she's racing? Um, she'll be racing three different sleds. Oh, really? Really? She's got more than you. Yep, first. <laughs> yeah. Uh, she'll have the stock improved and modified. Yeah, has she got her own sleds, or did you share sleds, or she's got her own sleds? And uh, they'll be they'll be her own sleds built and adjusted the way that for her riding style and height and weight, everything. Yeah. You know, suspension and just all the little things adjusted for her. So. When when you uh, when you arrive at the at the events and travel to the events, you got a pretty pretty good uh, sized trailer and stuff like that, a good support crew or like. I know we're we're used to seeing the you know the big factory semis for snowcross and and uh, oval oval racing. Is is that generally what the what the guys in the hillcross uh, are are using too? Uh yeah. It's I travel with uh, Lincoln County Customs. That's who builds all the sleds. Um, so they're there to work on everything and have everything ready. Um, I mean, everyone has a pretty big trailer. I mean, we hold six eight sled trailers and there's a couple semis and people that do all that but it's probably not as not as big of trailers as snowcross but pretty big trailers i guess yeah do you, do you does does yamaha expect to have a big uh big uh kind of factory effort at uh at the, the x games yeah yep it's uh going as a team to represent that It'll be just like how we go to our uh, hill climb events. Yeah. Um, how many how many uh, uh, riders? You, you mentioned there's. Uh, I think you mentioned there, there was uh, up to 30 racers that going to uh, the, the X Games. Is that correct? Or uh, I think they said there will be 24 total. 24 total. Okay. In and the hill cross event, yeah. Does it go? Does it? Is there a certain amount of for for each manufacturer, or is it uh, results? Uh, they're picked by results, or uh, how does generally that more? Yeah, work? Uh, the way I heard is every manufacturer will get two to three spots, um, and then you know everyone with a really big name, um, somebody like that might get an invite, or yeah, somebody that's done really well with championships or something. We'll also get invited. Fantastic. Um, and as far as um, let's see, um, um, you know, other 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 events that you're doing, is is there any like uh, um, let's say uh, like backcountry events or anything like that? Any kind of rallies or anything that that get like uh, like other social events that that you could, that you you know, participate in, uh, or is it um, mostly like really serious backcountry racing? Like, is, is what's happening in the mountain scene? Is there many social clubs, or you know, that, that type um, of thing? I think that there's quite a few, of like you're talking about. You know, groups of people that'll just go out. Um, you know, for. That way, people can have a group to go with, and all that. Um, it's it's a growing sport, I would say. Yeah. Is there is so, there is there any kind of club that people could uh, 
could uh, recognize, like on uh, you know social media or, or or forums or anything like that, where people could find events like this, uh, uh, social events, uh, day, day weekend type events where people all get together, like hundreds or you know type of thing, where people could, can connect and 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 do this backcountry racing or riding. Um. Yeah, but I can't think of the names right now. Yeah. Um, our our event, as far as our racing circuit, is the Rimshaw. Um, and that might be a good place to try to find more. But I'm not directly involved with uh, any any of them like that that you're talking about. Yeah. The type of uh, uh, you know territory that you're that you're riding in is it all crown land or national forest or um, whereabouts are you riding? Yeah, we ride um, national forests. There's a lot of that around here, so we can leave and have our uh, forest sticker on our snowmobile, and then we're good to go pretty much anywhere we want to go. Yeah. So you have you have a, a, a yearly permit that that you have to have and to to ride in in these national forests. Yeah, exactly. A yearly permit, and that money goes towards uh, like grooming the road to go up there, or things like that. Yeah. What what what, they, what is that that permit usually worth? Uh, they go for thirty five dollars a year. Yeah. yeah. Um, and you, you you're you and on your ride, generally, how far how far can you go on on a tank of gas for your for your mountain sleds? I mean, considering that you're going to be thrashing around and you know doing doing some you know pretty pretty deep snow can you get pretty good distance uh on a ride and are, are they timed or do you, like how, how far how far do you know that you're you can make it um i mean for me our our yamahas get really good mileage i've i've never ran it out of fuel on a ride uh I don't know. We, like I was saying, we generally don't go that far. Um, usually, your body's tired and worn out before your sled is. So, I mean, 50, 50 miles on average per ride, probably. Yeah. Now, I, we often see all all the backcountry riders and you know, free riders, whatever they call, involved in these uh, these videos and stuff like that. Some pretty 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 bizarre videos. Uh, um, you ever been approached to to do anything like that, or any desire to uh, get hooked up with any of these uh, these nice uh, nice videos? Uh, yeah, I've, I'm hoping to do more with that. Um, I'm riding for Five on Nine this year. Okay, um, yeah. They had a nice video uh, that they uh, produced this year. Uh, you didn't get into that one? Uh, no, I'm not in that one. Yeah. I I just started with them this this year, so hopefully be in this next one. So what did, what what do they supply for you? I know they got some nice apparel and equipment and stuff like that. What uh, what 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 do you, what's your involvement with them? Yeah, they um, helmet and goggle sponsor. Yeah. So yeah, I'm really liking them. Any any other special equipment that you that you do uh, uh, ride with? Uh, I, I I suspect you're you know you wear pretty light clothing. And stuff like that, like a shell and stuff like that. Generally, what do, what do you wear underneath uh, those those shells? Is it pretty lightweight stuff? Uh, with generally, how do you dress? Oh uh, yeah, I try to dress with uh, a, a 
just the first layer, uh, long clothing, uh, fly is what I wear. They make some uh, breathable, tight to your skin stuff that's really flexible that I really like. And then a mid-layer, you know, maybe a light, almost sweatshirt, but more along just a long t-shirt type thing. And then, uh, you know, a windproof, uh, windproof, waterproof shell. And then try to pack maybe another light jacket in your backpack just in case. Yeah. As long as you no pants. You get pretty, you get pretty sweaty doing all that work. Yeah, usually that's the case. And then on the way out, you usually freeze because you're sweaty, and then you could get cold. And <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sounds sounds like a sounds like a lot of work. <laughs> I, I know yeah. when I go when I come out to uh, to snowshoot uh, every year, uh, you know I'm 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 exhausted after the first five minutes of riding these things. Uh, we're used to we're used to uh, riding the. Uh, the, the flatlands and trails out there. Uh, I, I'm not sure if you're uh, familiar, but that that thing that's bolted to the uh, top of the tunnel is a is a is a seat, and and, and we actually <laughs> we actually use it out here. <laughs> I, know, yeah, I know I know you guys don't use them out there, but uh, yeah, we actually sit on those things. <laughs> yeah, those things are in the way for us. I know you're in the way. <laughs> I don't know why they're on there for you guys, but uh, yeah, we use them a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I, I suspect you have one of these, uh, like uh, one of these uh, big platforms on the back of your dually, like look like a like an aircraft carrier kind of thing with all these sleds on top. Do you get one of that thing to transport transport your vehicle? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So yep. Can, exactly. Have a sled deck that throws a couple sleds on on top of your truck, so you can just cruise riding and whatnot. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see some of uh, some of our guys out here try to load load a sled up on one of those things. I think there'd be carnage in uh, some wrecked wrecked pickup trucks if uh, any of us ever tried loading one of those things up there. So yeah, somebody better have a camera. Pretty pretty enter pretty entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So do you do you ever do you ever use anything like a GoPro or anything like that, or do any kind of uh, like your own film work? Um. I'm going to try to do more of that this year. I haven't really done it in the past, but I, I need to start doing more of that this year. Yeah, yeah. it's pretty, pretty, pretty good-looking stuff, like the, the, the camera work. Uh, those, those cameras are, are uh, working pretty good now, you know, either on your helmet or the sled or whatever. You can get some fantastic footage on those things. Yeah, yeah. You, uh, you got some, you got, like, like I mentioned before, you got some fantastic photos. Uh, are, do, you, do you work with a photographer, or is that the Yamaha corporate uh, photographer doing all, doing all those photography or uh yeah the yamaha photographers uh ryan thompson rlt photography he he's the one that's got all the everything for yamaha's pictures up um five and nine we've been doing some some more pictures this year going up them and they've put some stuff up also so yeah photographs and everything of them out riding them and then we we did a dealer release or uh district manager regional manager release as part of that and then i i was not part of the media release last year yeah so do you have to do you, do you have to dig out the uh the yamaha factory uh reps uh, a lot or what when you're out there yeah we took them out on a ride <laughs> and it was a pretty good day <laughs> yeah yeah, I bet you guys are probably exhausted pulling those guys out of the uh, out of the powder snow more than they're uh, more than they're tired from riding the sleds. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, so uh, so 
So what's, uh, what do you got coming up uh, for, for events? You got events coming up in the near future? Uh, as far as racing? Yeah. Yeah, we just, the uh, year of the hill climb circuit, Rimshaw hill climb circuit coming up, and then uh, the X Games will be coming up in January, uh, like January 20th about. Okay. And then the weekend after that, we start our race season with the hill climbing. So you got a, you got a, you have an event coming up uh, in the next couple of weeks or anything like that before X Games or? Uh, no, X Games will be the start of my season. Yeah, yeah, and that's that, that's yeah. a separate totally event. Like that's there, there's no points. It's a yep. special one-off event. It doesn't count for anything else. It's just uh, you, the big showcase event for uh, for your sport. Yep, exactly. They're they're their own own separate event. Yeah, yeah, that sounds good. Yep. Um, and any any other special events uh, you got coming up? Do you, you know, now, do you do the Jackson Hole? I mean, Jackson Hole is a, is, a, is a big event. Do you do that event? Yep, I do. That's uh, that's our World Championship event for the hill climb circuit. Yeah. And uh, last year, I was able to win one class there, the 700 improved stock. Oh yeah. And what were you on? Class. Yep. Uh, the Yamaha Viper. So I'm the oh nice yeah. first and only four-stroke to win a class so far. Yeah, yeah. Now, do you, like, go over the top for, for that event, or, like, you yep. complete the whole course? Yep, the whole course over the top. It's, I mean, that's the goal, anyway. You don't always make it. Yeah. But, yep. So what, what, what about your competition? Um, you know, is, is, is the Yamaha pretty uh, pretty superior in that class, or uh, is, it, is, is it really close? I mean, I mean, I mean, Skidoo, I know Skidoo does well, Claris does well, Yardicat. They're all, they all got, you know, phenomenal mountain sleds. Uh, is the Yamaha really, like, is, is, there, is there advantages to the Yamaha versus the other models? Oh, sure. There's, there's advantages. Uh, I mean, each brand has a strong point and a weak point and all that. Um, the, the advantages to the Yamaha is the, the motor. Yeah. Um, the predictability, the torque is incredible. I mean, that's what I really like is the torque of the motor, uh, the reliability of the motor. I mean, I know that it's always going to do exactly what I think it's going to do. So that's what I like about it. So the power band is very important for, uh, for hill, hill climbing? Like, yeah. like is, it, yeah, is, it, is it is it the smoothness you're after, like a more more linear power band kind of thing versus a versus a two strokes? Uh, is it uh, is it is it more predictable with, with four strokes? Um, I'd say that the torque makes it just hook up really well and go instead of spinning. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it it can you can make it really linear. Um, I kind of enjoy the really radical feel. I mean, my mod sled is really tries to jump out from under you. I mean, yeah. it's got so much power, but yeah. So have you, have you, if, if you had to put an estimate on, on the value of your mod sled, do you, could you come up with a, a fairly close estimate of the value? <laughs> oh, boy, that's tough. I'm, I'm really not sure. I mean, it's got a lot of hand-built parts, custom parts, tons of time into it. Um, I, I'm really not sure. Yeah, is, is it ready now? Is it ready to go? Have you got it? Or is it, is it uh, no, it's 
hopefully in about a week it'll be ready to ride so I can start practicing on it and getting ready for X Games. Yeah, fantastic. It, it's under construction. Definitely has been for a while. Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, lots of work goes into it. Yeah, yeah. Um, with, with the, uh, um, what have we got here? Um, now, now your writing, writing group, is there any, any uh, you know, names that we would know uh, that uh, that you ride with any uh, any other uh, ride any any other riders going to the X Games that you ride with? Um. Well, and we we aren't sure who's going to be. I mean, like I said, there's only been like eight people picked. Yeah. So until those next guys come out, as of now, not not really. But there's a good possibility of it. Um, I go riding with Luke Graney a lot and pretty big name. He's been a uh, world champion a bunch of times, really competitive in the hill climb circuit. Uh, Jay Manaberry, go riding with him a lot. He's same story, very competitive, been in a lot of the movies and all that. Um, Andy Thomas, a few, just a good bunch of really competitive people. Yeah. They're good friends. We go riding together all the time. Did your sister come along with you? Wait, wait, yep, yeah, she does. She Yep, she, that's what's made her very competitive in the sport. I mean, she has learned to keep up, and there's no easy way out for her. She's just had to learn to keep up with the guys, so yeah. it's been good for her. So if you had to, if you had to um, mention a, a rider or two that uh, is going is to give you a run for your money this year, you, do you want to, you know, mention any names? Anyone that the, you know, you're kind of keeping an eye on? Oh, everyone. I mean, that's the thing. It's, I mean, the whole group is, I mean, tons of great riders. Everyone there, you can't count anyone out. Anyone could have a, a good run, and that could put you, I mean, any any perfect run from anyone out there could, could do it. So you got to just every, every person, your top competitor, I guess. What about what about sleds? Is there any are you hearing any rumors from your competition? Uh, you know any uh, you know you know super sleds coming out uh, that are going to be competing against you from from any of the uh, any of the other brands? Um, Anybody talking any trash? Uh, you know. <laughs> oh, I'm, yeah. There's always that, but I don't know. Just kind of gotta. I just kind of ignore it all. I mean, it's the same story every year. Yeah. Got to show up and race. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That sounds great. Well, I, I think we, we I think we got the pretty much wrapped up. I, I I really hope to talk to you again in the future, maybe before uh, before X Games. Uh, you can uh, give us another recap of what's uh, of what's going on. Uh, you want you want to mention uh, your sponsors uh, off to us again, and and also where can yeah. we, where can people follow you on uh, on 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 social media and, and uh, what have you? Where uh, where can people contact you? Yeah, follow me uh, on Facebook, Gavin Balls 440. Like my athlete page. Um, I'm on Instagram. It's G Balls 440. Uh, give me a follow and like there, and keep you up to date on everything that's going on with me and our race season results and everything. Yeah. Uh, my sponsors, uh, top sponsor Yamaha, uh, the factory. It's incredible what they do for me. Uh, Fly, our clothing sponsor, Elka Suspension, um, Lincoln County Custom builds all our sleds, Ice Age, 
for their parts, uh, starting line products, Dynojet, Camoplast, Woody's, Yamalube, and uh, as my personal uh, helmet and goggle sponsor, 509 this year. Yeah, fantastic. Huge thank you to those guys. Yeah, that's great. Okay, Gavin, I really appreciate the conversation tonight. I, I hope uh, well, I, I've, I've learned a lot because I, re I really knew squat about uh, mountain riding and backcountry riding. Uh, so I've uh, I just kind of like fired off some questions, stuff that uh, that I wanted to know, and I know I know my listeners wanted to know. Um, but I uh, really appreciate uh, talking to you, and uh, uh, you know I think uh, we look forward to uh, talking to you again real soon. And uh, and um, hopefully we'll talk to you before X Games. And if we don't, wish you the best of luck. We'll be looking for you on, on the on the uh, TV coverage. And um, I, I wish you I wish you the best of luck and and, and good luck to to you and Yamaha and, uh, and all the all the other competitors too. So appreciate your time. Yeah, thank tonight. you. Thanks a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for having me. And that concludes our interview with uh, Gavin Balls. Really appreciate Gavin coming on. And um, remind everybody, uh, this uh, this uh, request was uh, brought on by our uh, listener emails. Uh, um, since people were uh, requesting some uh, mountain content, some backcountry content, and uh, you know, I uh, I responded by uh, tracking down Gavin. So if uh, if you have any uh, ideas, uh, uh, interviews, personalities, destinations, products, uh, drop me an email: snowmobilingpodcast at gmail.com. And uh, I'll look into it, and uh, if I can pull it off, I can uh, I can give the person a, uh, an interview, and uh, and uh, we can uh, we can uh, have a great uh, great show. So this is Gordon Van from the Snowing Podcast. Talk to you soon.